Well, it's the truth. Cameron Cameron just hangs around in jeans like he's comfortable. I am comfortable in <laughs> jeans. It's weird. To I'm a true that. Texan in my blue jeans. You're Don't just, be knocking my blue jeans wearing because they the look inside. they look very uncomfortable. I'm in sweatpants. I lounge in sweatpants. I don't consider our podcasts lounging. Well, but you are not lounging. You weren't just doing the podcast with jeans just because i'm positioned in a lounging manner <laughs> doesn't mean that i it is lounging, lounging. It, it kind of is with the microphones in our faces yes <laughs> oh i i mean yeah i mean to be honest our cover photo is kind of posed of course <laughs> where i feel like we don't always stand straight up like that well, when no, we're actually obviously not recording what is today today is a day in march and this episode's gonna be released on uh, the fifth that would make sense of march in 2019 and we are coming around to spring which certainly doesn't feel like it here in texas what happened how did it get cold all of a sudden the, we're not we're it's four, still winter it's it's becoming winter <laughs> february was pretty cool i mean it was they uh, i don't know it had some good days in it still wet though very wet you're trying to lead into spring cleaning but taking a very long roundabout way (laughs) wow (laughs) am i wrong i mean i've got all the time in the world on this podcast spring cleaning is right around the corner (laughs) well that was a (laughs) point no take two (laughs) i don't know when i'm gonna get around to spring cleaning well i i feel really inspired do you yeah in what way to Sort through my stuff. Do you want to follow her her five-point strategy? Yeah. Okay. Well, because I'm guilty of hoarding. Hoarding or just holding on? Both. I guess that's That's what hoarding is. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever tried to kind of sort through your belongings before? What do you mean? (laughs) In the way of downsizing. Uh, Not really with that purpose. Mm. Like I have when I've moved. Right. But it's different. It's not like... Just, right, just because of the choice to do it. To, well, I just... A certain amount fits, and I have to leave some behind. So, in watching this, you felt like you could use some of the advice? Well, yes, I'm definitely... Like, seeing people pile up their clothes, I, I'm guilty of collecting a lot of clothes. If we ever do clean up your closet, I'm going to film it, and... Why? We, we got to make a high-key episode. Oh, no webisode about it it's bad you you're always complaining i I don't know why you're so quiet i would i am always complaining about it but i don't want to complain about it on air why not it's the truth because i'm trying to spare you you know you have to rub it in no you have to provide proof i i I, well no it's just gotten a lot better what i feel your clothes being everywhere or like you not having (laughs) clothes we've gotten a lot better about it in the last couple of months so it hasn't really been on my mind well, but you still think I have way too many clothes. Definitely. Like you shouldn't, you should not be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get mad when I shop. Of course. I haven't shopped I, in a little while. You haven't. And you need to return some stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. No, <laughs> I love shopping. There, there was a, in the second episode, the, the lady she was helping was spoilers, very, spoilers. She was very into shopping, and I, I very I related. Oh, do they have any B-roll of her going out shopping? No, no. <laughs> they, lost they, opportunity. Missed they opportunity. don't do B-roll actually out. I feel like they they stay in the house. That's right. I, I, if it seemed like it was all in the house this whole time. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I guess we should maybe tell them. Wait, should we tell them what we're covering or who we are? Both. So we are High Key Book Club, and where we are a book club for movies and TV shows. <laughs> Where we book club Where movies book- and TV shows. <laughs> I'm getting there. Why haven't you typed me up my script yet? Because you can type. You know how to type. Wow. <laughs> Where we book club movies and TV shows. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron. I'm Zeleni. 
And we are talking today about tidying up with... Girl, no. I'm looking at you. You got to You don't know? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Cameron. Cameron doesn't even know the name of the show we're covering or the meme this woman became. What if I do? (laughs) Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo? Yeah. Okay. That's like they, her name has become synonymous with organizing. Oh. Like Marie Kondo this. Like it's a verb. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, she's pretty young to have her name a verb already. Well, I don't know. I guess she's just an expert. She is. She's really smart. Well, she's just good at, or she loves, like, I never thought I would see, because in sitcoms, there's always those characters that are super organized, like Amy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know, do you? What do you mean? Yes, of course. Well, you're nodding. People can't hear that. Oh, oh my oh my god what anyway what is this Le- leslie nope is obsessed with organizing and stuff like they're always very i think dra- dramatized versions of someone that's organized or monica from friends too she, well i don't know her she's like very like obsessive cleaning that's like her is thing. monica one of the main girls in friends yeah she's uh Courtney Cox. Okay, got it. Yeah. There's she looks a, like a Monica. Yeah. There's always these characters, and I feel like often on TV, but I feel like Marie Kondo is like a real life version of someone that really is that obsessed and passionate about cleaning. Do they have a show about her life? No. It's just following her expert career. Well, the cutaways are, are more are like her life. Are they? Yeah, because she shows her kids there. I don't know if it's in her actual home. If it is, then it looks like a set. It's that tidy. But I wouldn't. I would imagine her home looks like. Looks like what? Impeccable. Impeccable. Yeah. Do you think those cutaways are her real house, where she's talking to the camera? You know the ones. I don't. It's like when they cut away to her just on a because couch. Because it's, it's it's just easier to buy or rent a house. You don't think that's her house? For, for her to model in no i think it probably resembles like it's close Mm. to her house but it's not her house because they don't want to risk any you know her private residence being Uh, on air but that's like her whole it's all fake it's all entertainment okay fine i guess but she shows her kids that's pretty private that's true i don't remember seeing her kids what i guess i have to take your word for it she showed her kids they like help her fold and stuff or they she just talks about them because the couple in the episode had kids and she was trying to help them. And they would ask her questions like, how do you do it with your kids? And then they showed her kids. Yes. Oh. You weren't paying attention. At oh, you no. were eating your curry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it took me a long time to eat that curry. What too. did you pay I attention have, to? I have a <laughs> what did you pay attention to in the episode? Well, I paid attention to the couple. And I paid attention to the before and after. We're only doing the first episode, by the way. Yeah, so this is the pilot of Tidying Up and... Released January 1st. Of when? 2019. Oh, so it's it's brand spanking new. Yeah, it went viral pretty quick, I feel like. Well, yeah, I've been pretty tuned out of the whole Netflix and even new shows in general thing. So I didn't hear about it, but we had saw it on... The roster, right? Like it was on the the banner that Netflix has recommended viewings for you, and so we we just saw the thumbnail, chatted for a second about it, and then I guess today you you watched it. Well, I had heard about it a lot because it became an instant meme, sort of. She became like a new trendy word for cleaning Mm. or whatever. Because it's such a, I don't know, she's charming. It's just one of those Netflix shows that went kind of viral. Interesting. So I had heard about it a lot and I was avoiding it because I'm I'm so much of a hoarder that I was scared mm. to watch it because I knew if I watched it, I could throw away some stuff, potentially. Like, that's how crazy I am, you know? I'm too scared by the possibility of something making me not be a hoarder. That's how much of a hoarder I am. That's interesting. 
Like, like, there's also that big minimalism documentary mm-hmm. in on Netflix for a few years now, but I've been very much avoiding that one because I'm like, I don't want it to turn me into a minimalist and throw away all my stuff. <laughs> That's exactly it, though. It's just random stuff. I know. I know. Remember that line? Yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that one. A what lot. line? It was, so it was the line where... They're going, they're on lesson four. So there are five lessons in Kondo's approach to tidying up. She calls it the KonMarie method. The KonMarie method. Hopefully I can remember that. It's like her name. And so they, right. And (laughs) it was lesson four. They stepped into the garage and she asked, what is all, you know, what what do you keep in here? What what categories? Yeah, what category do you put all of this in? And he just goes, uh... This is just, all of this is just random stuff. <laughs> and, and it was just so vague. Like, I guess that's exactly what it was. And it wasn't just like one thing, obviously. And so he had to sort through all of it. And it was main, like he, he was really just fishing out. It looked like the sentimental items from it. But they had a lot of trash bags <laughs> worth of stuff to throw out. But I don't know, honestly, in the end, it seemed like, too spotless you know no in the way that i feel like the producers combed through it to make sure it was in in certain ways spotless mm, no because honestly what i kind of enjoyed about this show which is like this type of makeover almost type show reminds me a lot of queer eye or like hgtv home renovation shows but I like that this one, it, the makeover wasn't this drastic thing that a big crew came in and, you know, made fancy, like in Queer Eye or in HGTV shows. It was like, the change wasn't like drastic. It wasn't like they changed the house, but it was just like, it just looked tidy. And it didn't look like spotless and like a clean, you know, it looked like just completely organized. I guess it, it feels more attainable. I guess because it's not like they they brought in new furniture that's modern and you know like that's always what it is in these like home renovation shows. It's like well, yeah, if you have all new stuff, of course it's gonna look beautiful. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't paying close to enough attention to that. It just seemed really like impeccably clean, but I guess. That's but, just what I and it's am lo- like. It's a long process, though. It's just tidiness. Yeah, I mean, if you if you organize everything, it's gonna look good. <laughs> That's the point. Man, I have too much stuff. I have too much. I I have too much stuff too. That's why I was thinking we if we're gonna move in together. Do you have too much too stuff too? Too late. Do, do you have too much stuff to tweet us at Hiking Book Club? Yes. I mean, I, I do. I have too many. Uh, it would be hard for me to do the clothes thing. So, I mean, okay, this show, it's not like that revolutionary. It's like take out all your shit and then organize it. It's basically the the instructions. You know, it's not like big new method right. <laughs> it's just like you just gotta do it uh th- right i mean and that's how i feel like a lot of these things are in life that i'm discovering like m- systems that i felt like there was some like secret method that there is to it and it's just like no you just have to break everything down to its most simple form almost like the idea of putting a box inside of a box was like kind of a whole revolutionary idea Kind of. It's not revolutionary, but it's also like, that's a good tip. It does have good tips like that. They're just smaller things that you can implement as big or small. Like, those are good little tips. So that was my, well, that was my favorite aspect Mm -hmm. of learning, I think, about it was. And the folding. Like, that was another nice tip. What? No, I didn't like the folding. Why? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. But Cameron, no, it's a good one. Cameron folds pants completely <laughs> whack. Oh my gosh, mom! I hope you're listening. She's <laughs> hating on your technique. Well, I'm it's sorry. It's the belcher technique, yo. I'm sorry, but Marie Kondo 
folds them just like I do. She did. She denounced my technique. Yeah. She, I, I was so, because when In casual fashion. When, when Marie Kondo started folding the jeans, I was like, okay, you this totally is. You totally smirked at me. Well, I was like, like. aha. Well, no, no. But <laughs> when I was watching it by myself earlier, I was like, oh my God, this is the moment. It's going to determine who was right. Me or Cameron's way of folding jeans. And it was mine. And I was so happy. <laughs> is that how you felt? Yes. Because you fold them like the butt inwards. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you do, right? It's like the thigh in. No. Oh, yeah. It's it's weird as heck. <laughs> <laughs> it's in order to create the crease down the front. Y'all just don't know. <laughs> like, I have nice, dignified, creased pants <laughs> all the time. No. And but everybody anyway. else walking around in casual street clothes those were good tips they were so so i i did like the boxing one on the record okay that one was my favorite <laughs> okay it, it, you it, like it's little, like boxception you like compartments yes yeah mine i like departments the, for my compartments i like the folding because i hate laundry so i definitely related to the lady mm. from that they were helping she was like, I hate laundry. Oh, uh, that's right. And you, you, you relate to that. So you relate to her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even though she was obnoxious. You don't really. And she was happy to be a mom. Ugh. yeah. Maybe don't relate so much. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. Especially after watching that episode. <laughs> like, okay, you're. It's true. You're well, I just want to say about the laundry. I did like mm-hmm. the uh, putting into the drawers. What? The way well, they yeah, stack it vertical in there. That's part of the folding. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just did well, like that. that, that, was that her, it enabled that. So it's good. That was her tip for any drawer. Yeah. Or any compartment. Just make sure everything's upright and visible. Which right. makes a lot of sense. Like a lot of these tips are very like, well, duh. That makes sense. But it's like you forget about it. You or know? I, I can't forget it if I never knew it. I know. I just mean like it makes sense. It's just something like you didn't think would be that simple. I don't know. It's like, it makes a lot of sense. Right. It's not like rocket science. It's just, I take for granted what I was taught as a child, I think. Yeah, or, I guess. Or, what I, or the habit yeah, that like, I grew into. Like your gene folding. That's Definitely. just like and, how and, you were taught. Mm-hmm. And I was never taught to make my bed, so it's not a habit. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem with me is like my mom always did everything for me. Yeah. So that's why I hate laundry now because my mom would do it for me. I never had to do it, you know. And, and she would even do it for me through college sometimes until I got a washer. I cannot believe that. I still. would I would take it home an hour away. Is that a normal thing? Like how think, do how do other college people do? Their I think a laundry? lot of college kids do that. Honestly, wow. I knew a lot of people that would, <laughs> especially the first couple years after I. I, after a couple of years, I had a washer dryer and was able to, I, I would do my own laundry. It was just when I didn't have that, that I was in my first apartment. I didn't have a washer dryer. I would just take it home. <laughs> but I hate laundry, basically. <laughs> I related to that lady. And well, me and you have a deal that's been working out well. I agree. Be- and hopefully once. I'm glad to hear. Well, it'll be a lot more whenever we live together to implement it fully. But right now, we're not, since you don't live here in the high key studios, yeah, it's just like half, half implemented. But we have a deal that Cameron does all the laundry and I do all the cooking. Yes, and kitchen. I grew up going to the laundromat. Uh, the laundromat. The laundromat. Isn't it laundromat? So I just called it laundromat, but oh. laundromat could be. It's a good point. It's spelled laundromat. Laundromat. I hate those places. Well, they're, they're strange. They're really strange. I would play this arcade game called Galica, oh. and it was really fun. I remember asking my mom for quarters so I could play it. But it was also the coin-operated washers and dryers, so you'd have to get a, have a change machine to get change there. I think after a while, though, the machine broke, and they still stayed there, but the guy just gave them over the counter at the laundry service really that's what i can't believe are the people that get the laundry service Oof, that's nice <laughs> yeah and that's, that's what this dream. was a combination of <laughs> it's a dream i have to tell you this though laundry mats come in all kinds of shapes and sizes and different levels of service and maintenance 
you know, I've, and, and I have, I have to say, I mean, I'm sure there are some great ones in Austin, but I haven't seen them. Granted, a lot of them that I had ever stepped inside of were around the university area. Yeah, they're not. Um, and I just heard that they fancy. were not that good. Yeah. I got so lucky, though. And even in Houston, I would say I was lucky because of just all the different ones I had tried. Of the one that was right next to our place where I'd stayed the longest growing up during this phase of my life. And uh, going there was it was just always really clean and well managed and operated and the guy that owned it we called him smiley he had long black hair and uh he didn't speak too much english like at all but he was really loud and really friendly and he was really great uh and nice and it was a clean uh laundromat that was always well managed and so we always appreciated that because it was difficult to find and like the machines were always working and being serviced and that was hard sometimes so anyway it made it a really rewarding or like enjoyable laundry experience and i think that's part of why it ended up gelling with me so much in the long run yeah for me i just i'm really good at i never if marie Kondo came i would be very proud to show her my kitchen sink because it's never that's right never you never has anything in it you never keep dishes in there because i was traumatized by nasty ass roommates that were disgusting and would leave things to mold in Oof. pot mountains on um, in the sink and I, n- I could never use it and i was just so grossed out and i had a phase of life of like that <laughs> yeah like I, right after high school. I immediately was like, no, I'm I'm never going to be like this. I think it's natural from like 18 to 21. You're like trying to figure all that out. Well, I never had that phase. I was like, this is disgusting. I'm <laughs> never going to be like this. This is horrible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it, but I see. I saw it a lot. And from, I saw it on myself, too. For me, it's just uh, <clears throat> to me, I just make cleaning the dish part of the cooking. Like, I don't sit down to eat till everything's rinsed. I'm fine with cooking. Cameron freaks out when he has to, like, boil <gasps> an egg. Oh, my God. It's not true. <laughs> boil an egg? We never boil eggs. Well, we- anything. You're like, I don't know how. And I'm just like, what? Google exists. Cameron just... You're calling me out so hard. I never. <laughs> I didn't call you out for hating the laundry. Well, you should. Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> but no... You were always making excuses why you couldn't make food. But then finally you admitted you just hate cooking. And I, I was I finally like, finally I did. Admit and I was like, that okay, we can come to an agreement here. So, because oh. the thing was, he was always just making the excuse. I and re- I was yeah. like, you just, you just Google it. You know, it's, it's, Pretty simple. I think you were just c- trying to come to terms because you're more of a positive person. You don't want to say like you hate something, I feel like. But, I'm glad you finally figured it out. <laughs> well, it's true. And I also think that it's co- sort of, it's, it's, it's the uncool thing to hate cooking. Like you, cause it's like not, it's like, fe- like female stereotype. It's to that, be the cook. right. And it's not so not sustainable if you don't, it's not cook. feminist. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get like why you were making excuses first. Like I'm not saying you were knowingly, making excuses i just mean like you're probably trying to no it's definitely trying just to like avoiding, it but yeah it was avoiding the acknowledgement and facing the fact that i actually hated cooking and when i came to that realization i was relieved because then i was because like because yeah. like i can identify something that i really I, like i can identify why my behavior is a certain way about something i do all the time and then i could finally relate because i was like yeah i understand because i hate laundry like the like that Right. So I feel like I understood finally. Like, you know, you can Google doing laundry. Right. That's why I was like, if I'm I'm not saying, how do I do laundry? I don't know. Do it for me. I'm, I'm saying I just hate laundry. But once you hated cooking, it's like it made sense. Like, oh, I understand that feeling. Yes. Do you, so you don't hate cooking? No, not at all. I'd rather do. I'd rather much rather cook something than do laundry. Yeah. I'm the total opposite. <laughs> it's gross and i'm so grateful that we have that yes so this agreement became really good we like i said he doesn't live here so 
(laughs) (laughs) We can't fully implement it, but I feel like when we can, we do. And it's really nice because I haven't, I've barely done any laundry since. And I've just cooked things for you. (laughs) It's fine. And I've cracked an egg here too. Flipped it. Yeah. And I've helped fold here and there. Mm -hmm. But it's nice. Like one of us, like Cameron's the primary on the laundry and I'll be the secondary. And then I'll be the primary on cooking and he'll be the secondary. Because we both are always like, come give me a company though. Right. And we do. So So that was our little (laughs) (laughs) tidying agreement that has helped (laughs) well the agreement that has helped us in our these kinds of chores lately for sure sure. and i'm glad we found that it's not it's not full on we haven't done a full overhaul but like it's a nice agreement (laughs) i agree i love it so much yeah it's good it feels it feels right (laughs) yeah we have a lot of laundry to fold right now or camera yeah. does. <laughs> Just kidding. We can try her method. We can. We're gonna. I really, man, the piling the clothes on the bed and yeah. then the spark joy. I need to do that. Maybe I can downsize. You can. You'll have a lot of time tomorrow to do it if you want to. Oh, t- tomorrow, <laughs> I have things to do. <laughs> I'm just saying. I need to do it. I I want to do it before I move. Mm, definitely. And you should do it before you move. I agree. There was also the books, which I'll we have both... like two weeks before I moved to do it. We both have a shit ton of books. Yes. And we need to do the, the Sparks Joy method <laughs> to get rid of some. Duh. I don't think there's a method. You just, there you just is. sort it. No, there is. It's the same method as the clothes. Oh, it's like they if just you didn't... haven't touched it and it doesn't have sentimental value, then... Well, you need to touch everything. That's part of the method. No, I... <laughs> wow just cut me out of this podcast no, i'm just saying <laughs> literally if you just cut out everything i said and put in everything you said I, it'd be it'd be a bit great thanks <laughs> number one on itunes oh my god so the thing about this show is so she has five lessons remember the five steps i or do categories remember. let me see if i can remember them okay. off the top of my head what's the one oh my god it's easy uh number one is clothes yes okay and number two is books yes number three is documents yes number four is miscellaneous kimono kimono (laughs) (laughs) kitchen bathroom miscellaneous yeah garage Mm -hmm. and then number five is sentimental items Uh wow are you you misled me with the first one <laughs> being hard. Yeah, I was trying. To, I was, it was kind of a joke, and then it kind of got. Uh, I got, actually got stuck on the joke. <laughs> okay, yeah, those are the categories, and I definitely need to do it for clothes. You not so much. I feel like you have very like minimal closet. No, I I have, I have a lot of dresser oh, items. So that's to clear the thing out. about I I'm realizing watching this. I don't really have drawers because during college I could never afford getting a drawer like a, a dresser so i i got these like cube shelves and use those little boxes that go kind of like drawers it's like kind of like it's they use them a lot for kids <laughs> but those are my only drawers so her method won't really work with those drawers because they're super deep right but i'm realizing now it's like oh i should probably get some drawers <laughs> like you an adult get a dresser. <laughs> yeah i should I have, I've gone through some dressers in my life. Yeah, you have, you have a lot of drawers. I do. It made me, this show made me want more drawers for sure. Drawers are nice. Yeah, I forget because they're expensive. I just forget they exist. (laughs) I mean, so I really like the one I have now, but it, this was something I've had to come, like I had to come to after years of messing with dressers. Is it the wire? The wired one. That's that's a good one. It's 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 a lot of tiny ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I really love it so much because it slides in and like, so one of the things about dressers is, uh, typical ones, clothes will get snagged on them on the edges and they won't close in all the way. And you have to constantly, so annoying. It's awful. It's, yeah, it's a silly thing, but it adds up after a while. And so, um, I realized that getting something that was open aired kind of like this, um, allowed something to breathe more. It's a little more like bins. I'm trying to describe like, they're like art bins or something. Yeah. They're short and they're kind of like more like bins. Mm -hmm. They're not deep. 
and, and it's really and lightweight too. Like when I take, and I like how I can take the drawers out really easily yeah. and I can move everything well, around was, easily. That was kind of my idea with the cube mm-hmm. type drawers on shelves because you can take it out and, oh. and put in, yeah, whatever you need. Dressers are usually really heavy. Yes. So this one's really lightweight because of how yeah. it's a mesh wire. And then lastly, a great benefit of it is I can see inside of it. Yeah. Whereas with your normal dresser, you well, don't know what's in what dresser unless you have it very succinctly organized. Like she like she showed. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. also just don't know if you're like running out of something. It's like if I can see through it, I can like instantly know, like kind of gauge where my laundry level is at and when it's time to do laundry. I so think Marie I really Kondo like would approve of those drawers because they're also I think it's good to have them be shallow because mm-hmm. when they're deep, you just lose shit in them. It's so true. When I had a dresser in one of my apartments that was came with furniture, it was like I literally never opened it. It was just like clothes in there that I never saw. Something she didn't go over was uh-huh. how to fold your linens fold and store she did in a later episode yeah because the linens is another one but basically anything is put in a box all of her tips so it's just like different kinds of boxes she used a little basket for linens oh and she showed how to fold a fitted sheet oh because those are weird they are with the rubber yeah yeah she shows it yeah i mean it's it's pretty like straightforward it's like just fold it inwards kind of and then roll it up (laughs) okay but her tips are really good. They're very like, they're simple, but they're good. Good to know. Um, I think I'd be down to watch more episodes. Nice. I just kind of wish it would go a little faster sometimes. Like I could care sometimes less about well, the people that she's trying. Like, just, I thought it was going to be in a, like an in, a, a work, like Martha Stewart style more like. <laughs> oh, like just her demonstrating? Yeah. <laughs> like I'd be down for that. Honestly. That's, that's honestly, what I was okay, expecting. Marie Kondo is very charismatic. I think that's what added to, well, her success. Mm-hmm. But also it added to her viral memeness. I feel like that she's very charismatic and likable. She is very bubbly, very optimistic. Yeah. She just has this like super calm joyfulness. That's very like comforting. I feel like, right? It, absolutely. She just she's always capitalizing she's, off of it. Right. It, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> how rich is she? I'm, yeah. I'm asking. She's so young. It isn't well, like. How do you know she's young? She look it. <laughs> you don't even know how old she is. Let me look it up right now. Oh. So you're the one that's always like wanting kids, visualizing kids someday. It's like, are you sure after watching this episode? Are you sure? You see how those kids run their lives? Uh, Did you see? It's rough. Those first few years. I just can't. Like, I think if you had one kid, it would be fine. But multiple kids, it's real tough. Mm, One kid. I just. uh, One kid and two parents is manageable. When you have multiple kids and two parents, it starts to become. It's like even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're not out. You're, yeah. You can remain not, dominant. Yeah. When you I guess. have two parents, one kid. Even then, uh, it's just like, why do kids scream so much? Like, they just run and scream. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I see it at the store all the time. It's not just this episode. They're drama queens. They're so annoying. Dying to let out. I hate them. <laughs> do you still want kids for real? No comment. Why? <laughs> I can't I can't speak for where I'll be in at 35 years old. 35? Yeah, when I'm 35. Do you think you can chase around a running screaming kid at 35? I you're making me doubt everything I ever thought. Well, good cuz you don't even know you had to burp babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so unprepared. Camera, I was like so I, I told them about burping a kid and it like pukes on your shoulder. Ew, don't say it. Sorry. I'm triggered by that, so it's okay. <laughs> and Cameron was like, what? You do? I don't want kids anymore. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's all it took. <laughs> like, that's the least of the grossness. Wow, I gave up so easy. Yeah. It's so gross. I don't want that. <laughs> or I'm telling you. What about cleaning at the butt all day? Ew. <laughs> oh, my God. You have to. <laughs> I feel like you just have this idea of just the non. My children parts. are gonna listen to this podcast. Oh in my god! <laughs> 2040, <laughs> and they're gonna say, "Dad, why did you? 
Why did you shame me so bad? Why did you never wipe my butt? <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying that episode really made me hate kids. It put all this tension on their marriage. Definitely. They, it, it did. It said that they couldn't like fall like they couldn't really have romance in their relationship because of the children taking over or any like cleanliness like they can't keep up with anything he had forgot about his marriage video and they discovered it in the garage and the random stuff (laughs) (laughs) that's good what do you mean i mean it's good that they found that (laughs) well they, they clearly the episode helped them sort of reconcile some of their tensions for sure well i am inspired to follow these steps follow these lessons well so in these episodes she doesn't show all of the lessons in every episode she'll show a few of the five so it's only this episode that she showed all five no she didn't she didn't show books or documents oh so i mean well maybe the you know not every family has all of those issues well, but I think everyone has those things. I mean, yeah. But, yeah. But, but like, maybe they didn't have that many books that was an issue. Too. Right. I think that's true. I'm just saying like different episodes focus on different lessons. It. They don't show all five okay. in all of them. Like I would expect that kind of. Right. But no, the book stuff was interesting. It there, It's all a very similar method. It's take it all out and organize. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the most revolutionary, but it's touch it does it make you feel special keep it well yeah if not I wanna, say thank you <laughs> and goodbye well i like thank you i do like Next. the i like the process i feel like it helps with your mental your you brain know, yeah like it helps you mentally to like get rid of stuff in a way that makes you feel good instead of feeling like anxious or like you're gonna lose it like it's nice to have some spiritual sort of moment like she which i think is what what is special about her method like what she's saying to do isn't that special the practical stuff but like the more mental type stuff that is unique to her it's true i mean it allows you to open up space inside of you to focus on what matters in your life and something that stood out to me in this episode was i want to say it was right in the beginning was that uh we're going to help them focus on their goal which is or like their greatest value which is to spend more time with their family and that stood out to me a lot i feel like young people don't really have that as a value to spend time with their family and uh so and and that's just something i've run into a lot in these past few years as i my value for my time with my family has grown so that was a statement i really resonated with and i could see how it made sense for this family um, but yeah, I see kind of also, I think that they got that out of that, out of this process was uh, to spend more time with their family because they have less things to worry about now. Well, and they, they do it together as a family. They do the cleaning as a family. It's very nice. It's interesting how she's international and it's in a, like, I would expect her to be like doing this in Japan and just the whole show be subtitled. So this was that was an interesting aspect of the show, how they had a translator mm-hmm. following them around. And she also kind of helps. She does. Cause it's a, she's, it's, a, she's kind of a personality herself. Well, yeah, she she seems really cool. But it's just funny. She she translates, but she also like helps with like whatever they're doing, like <laughs> putting clothes in a pile or whatever. <laughs> it's weird. Like, what is that job description? The translator is really nice. I, I wonder if it stays. Does it stay the same? Yeah. That's it's really always cool. her. Yeah, she's Iba. also really cool. Yeah, she's really cool. Or Ida, I forget. <laughs> but she's she's nice. It, it's inter- It's an interesting. How they have like I I was noticing how they go back and forth between subtitles and having mm-hmm. the translator there. Yeah. So sometimes it could be confusing of whether or not like like I at first I was I was confused I wasn't sure who was talking because it was clips of Kondo while the other voice was coming on yeah. while English was on and. It didn't make any sense to me. And then other shots would be of Kondo with those subtitles. And then you helped me figure it out eventually. Yeah. But that was something that was a little confusing. I don't know. I still don't know really how I feel about it. I, once I figured it out, I guess I went along with it. But I thought at face value, initially it was unclear. It's just interesting. We don't see this often where someone just 
Well, we don't. Yes. Well, someone speaks a different language, right? And then, it, but it's like an American show. I think I, I agree. I think that is really rare. And remember, they at scenes she would comment about how, oh, that's such an American way to yeah. think about it, or something like that. Yeah. It's so sad she has to be away from home. I think it's kind of cool that she's progressive and that it, the show is progressive in that way of like letting the kind of host of the show speak in her native. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. It's, I also appreciate that she has children. So she like, I feel like cleaning people or, or people that do these kinds of things seem a little detached from the problems of the people they're helping or renovating whatever mm-hmm. to me often because they don't really have kids or stuff like that but it's nice she has little babies so she like directly relates to these people that have children that mess things up yeah for sure like when i first saw her i was like oh she's probably like young and doesn't doesn't have kids like it's just and her place is spotless probably but she has kids. Mm-hmm. And and she was She's always actually, complimenting about how cute their children were. Yeah. Um, when she was seeing them. Well, she probably missed her own, too. She probably did. <laughs> yeah. But it's she, too bad that the two families of children never came to play with each other. <laughs> She's actually 35. Oh. I still think that's young. Yeah. Except I, in some ways I thought she was 25. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, she's 35. So she's like young for... Her level of success, but also not like brand new. She, Damn, I'm gonna be feeling that when I turn 35. What? <laughs> I'm not brand new anymore. <laughs> oh, you're close. Oh, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're pretty close. I'm, <laughs> girl. I'm trying to live it up while I'm still 27. <laughs> 27 is like the hail mary year no way definitely oh 27 is scary you feel it when you're 27 because 25 and 26 are pretty damn painful i think in terms of transitioning to adulthood Mm. uh at least it were for me it was kind of like totally accepting letting go of my child like childhood way i'm having trouble with that now Mm mm-hmm and then when you're 27, it's like your body finally caught up with you. Oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, all right. Yeah, you're you're an adult now. And you also but also at 27, you feel like you have kind of the experience to warrant that adult feeling now. And so I think for me, it's like now I'm at the tail end of 27 and realizing it is kind of this last Hail Mary of my youth. Uh, into adulthood but it kind of all feels like it's coalescing for me also in the sense of this degree happening at the same time too so there was a gay couple in another episode of this uh-huh. uh that were sort of in this age range um oh. and i related a lot to them because they had a lot of the same like hoarder or like amount of stuff that i had i feel like because huh. they they moved in together and they just had a lot of stuff from like college Oh. So I was just like, yeah, this feels like... I'd be down to watch that episode. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, they had a lot of documents. <gasps> yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, that's seriously my That was the one where hardest. She, the, they showed books and documents. They rarely show those. But yeah, I have a lot of books and a lot of useless books. But they make me look cool. I don't know, you know? Yeah. I Well, I, that's how I feel about my books, Yeah, too. you have a lot of cool books. <laughs> yeah, I do. I try to have the classics. <laughs> but what the hell are we supposed to do with all those books? I know. Carry them forever? <laughs> yeah, you're just supposed to suck up their knowledge and then have well, them for friends what, when they come over. How many of your books have you read? I do not want to comment. Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it was bad because I had a habit of just going to, like, biking to half-price books yeah. if I was out and about. Yeah, me too, but driving. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I, I would just want to pop in and it was a cool store to go to yeah it's the best and uh they would have good deals and i'd say i want that yes me too so that's, yeah that's we, my we story need, with books we need to do our so you put them on a pile just like the clothes and then you pick them up one by one and if it sparks joy you keep it <laughs> if it doesn't you think it next next yeah <laughs> did i ever share my concept about boundless here on air i think no i mean i've definitely shared it with you it was one of the ideas i came up with in my screenwriting class about 
I mean, I, and I had come out with it way before then too, just the story of following somebody trying to return all of these books that had been loaned to him or her throughout his life. It's like, he's an adult now, but people had been giving him books and just handing them to him. Like, you need to read this. I recommend this. Give this back to me whenever, you know, give this back to me next summer or whatever. And it, like with me with books, all of those people that get gifted them to me would always forget. And I've, been left with this collection of hand-me-down books and i think that it would just be interesting to make a story around that about somebody attempting to return all these books later on in life to these people returning to them as adults and seeing like where they ended up and all that kind of maybe but practically you need to get rid of them right in more practical ways Damn than it. traveling I know, the that's country. Why, that's why it's a movie story. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, we're talking about, we got to do this before we move. You could write a book about a person doing that. That would be extra meta, right? Mm. Oh, no. We that, gotta, was, that was not a good <laughs> <laughs> We got to do this before we move. Oh, it's going to be so hard. Well, you have so many books. Do you do. really want to move them? They're so heavy. They're the They're heaviest. so heavy. That's that's the thing. I've been getting overwhelmed lately just thinking about moving. Oh. Like I hate moving. Let's not do that on let's not do this on the podcast. Why? <laughs> we can think about this later. But you're right. We do need to do that. Do you need to do that, guys out there in <laughs> podcast world? Tweet us at Heike Book. I need to do it with my clothes. You need to do it with your books and documents. Oh, I, well, I, hey, so I was going to say, I'm proud of the solutions that I came up with for sorting and organizing my documents. Well, but you need to get rid of them. Girl, <laughs> I have them in organized boxes and labeled. Well, that's pretty good. So, you're, you're honestly pretty good at tidying and you're really good at making piles. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's be, I mean, it's, you know, weirdly to say it's because of my ex-girlfriend. But yeah, yeah she, she, she had, <laughs> yeah, she had identified the problem back then too. And it was horrible. It was like horrendous for me. What do you mean? You and were messy? Yeah. Okay. And just like, I never had any logic towards my cleaning methods. And so that's why I would just psych myself out of kind of like how I was doing with cooking, right? Just being like, mm-hmm. Ugh, I don't like doing this or I don't want to do it. And, or I can't do it. Right. Yeah. And then. I would like at times I would come home and she had cleaned my whole apartment for me while I was away at work. And so I, you know, she was just like, Cameron, all I did literally was put things in piles and it always worked. And it was one of those things where once she kind of categorized everything for me, then um, I was able to just kind of take it from there. And, and well, that's kind of how really we saw the update of this episode mm-hmm. being like they, they said it was easier to maintain than they expected mm-hmm. because everything had its place and it everything was just has like its place. maintaining that. It's not as hard as like making it all from scratch at first. It's so true. That's really the principle is everything has its place and keep like items together um, and like sized items together. It's just so hard. I'm very like one of the gay gay guys was also like this that he was like i'm a cat catastrophic or something like that where you think everything it's like oh i might need it i might need it what if i need it well so that's why i i agree and that's why i've prepared like that's why i have like my desk and that's why i like surfaces because it's like where i can put my kind of version of that item no 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 but it's not like a pencil it's like what if i need this button or what if I need this, like, stress ball someday? You know, it's like, it's shit that's like... No. Right? <laughs> but it's hard not to think that way sometimes. I agree. Or it's like, if I find, like, a screw. It's like, what if I need this screw someday? <laughs> what it's if true. I find the hole this goes to? You know, this it's like... bobby pin. It's like, you never find the hole that yeah. this goes... You know, or the button. You... The thing is, you don't remember where you put it, right. so it's, like, useless. It's a good point. If you need something, you'll go out and buy it. It's true. But it's, like, it's hard for me not to think that way, where it's, like, what if I need this? What if I need this someday? What if I need this jar? Like, I'll keep, like, jars, hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Or candles, candle, like, that are burned. You will. That's true. Because I'm, like, what if I can use this someday? 
also being an artist it's like that's the worst that's the kind. worst because it's like i could i could make, make something this, yeah right? <laughs> it's like i could make something what if i made this super cool art <laughs> it's true yeah. there's only actually i think like one time that i've actually followed through and made some <laughs> art out of something i held on to wow <laughs> otherwise and that was over 10 years ago so. yeah it's true i have like a whole art kind of section too yeah i mean I <laughs> things i've kept art the scrap compartment yeah it's hard it's true because ev- anything can be art so it's like yeah i i mean so i thank you i really appreciate your comments and i think you're pretty good too for the most part and so i look forward to when we're together and well i hope it would be nice if we move or whenever we move to implement this method while we're moving so that you don't have to like take out everything and put it back in. You just put it in organized. And we can report back and let them know how it went. Oh my God. <laughs> well, this has been a fun episode to talk to you with. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to say about it before we go? Probably. <laughs> like what? I don't know. You Did you even pay attention to anything? Girl, <laughs> oh my gosh. How many times do you want to rub it in? <laughs> that you don't pay attention? <laughs> yes, I feel like you're just... <laughs> well, it's I hard. paid attention to the important bits. You did? But yes. Okay. But I did get some delicious Indian food for us for takeout yeah. to eat during it. It was good. It was really good. And it's hard to just not make a mess. So I was... But I was using, utilizing my ears and I'm, it's falling along. Well, it's hard because there were parts in Japanese. There were. So. I tried to be. That was the thing, though, is that. It's hard to right away realize it's Japanese sometimes if you're not looking. Well, there's that aspect that took me a while, too. But then I also had to figure out the flow where. I don't know, like if I looked up and I saw the subtitles weren't there, but she was talking in Japanese, then I knew I could look back down immediately. Because, because the translator, yeah. Yeah, the translator was going to come up. Yeah, it's a little bit of a trickier show to eat too because yeah. you don't know when you have yeah. to look. Thank you. Well, I, I wasn't saying no. I was saying like... No, this was your choice I never, kn- I never know when your mind is somewhere else. Neither do I. <laughs> what what do you think of the show? Do you like, think it's inspirational? I told you. I thought it would be like a Martha Stewart... Well, yeah, but like, demonstration what do you, show. What do you think of what it actually was, not what you thought it was <laughs> gonna be? Um, I think it's a Netflix show. So my deal with the Netflix is I don't like how their interviews are always with the cameras looking straight onward and the always? hosts almost always. It's like their like style. in what like queer eye. No, but in, well, I think yeah, they did it in queer eye. The hosts do it in there. Uh, they did it in the fire documentary. They did it in 13th. They did it in uh, Wild Wild Country. Um, they just like to conduct their interviews where the interviewee is looking dead straight into the camera. What's wrong with that? It's just, I, I, I mean, it's, there's nothing per se wrong with it. It's a stylistic choice that I don't like. It's not my taste per se. Well, but her, it's a little different because she's telling you what to do almost. Well, I get it. It's true. More than just narrating. Right. She is narrating sometimes, but Again, she's also like if you want to do this, do this. Like she's telling the audience. It's just the Netflix style and You're just anti-Netflix cuz they're successful and high production value. <sighs> wow, maybe. <laughs> so you didn't like it cuz it was Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. It's just I don't know, the show wasn't it, I mean it felt like a little long for what it was offering, but It was short though. How for long Netflix, was it? it was 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it could have been a 30 minute, 25 minute, 30 minute. Some of them are 35, episode. but most Netflix things are an hour, like 57 minutes, right. 58 minutes. Um, so that was my one thing is I felt like it was a little long for what it was. I think I enjoy seeing the process and the before and after aspect of it so much that I put up with it. And um, I because I like I like organization. So it's cool to watch. You're pretty okay at it. That's very nice to say. Here, <laughs> You're better than you. I am at it. Oh, I don't know about that, but okay. I'm, thank you. I'm good at the dishes and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I get rusty at it, but it's like one of those things that I feel like in the last year or two, I've started to take for granted or really in the last year, I started to take for granted. And so I try to do it really quickie, quick and I feel like I might be getting sloppy. So, but anyway, thank you. I still think I 
could learn. I consider myself a learner. Well, yeah, we should we should try her method. Mm-hmm. See how we feel. Definitely. Especially with our books and clothes, since we have so many. I definitely agree. I have too many knickknacks. Me also. too. I love knickknacks. I have a whole shelf that's like overflowing with stuffed animals. You do. <laughs> what would Marie Kondo like say about them? Oh my god. <laughs> what would she say about that? She'd be like, you need a child balloon <laughs> dart throwing <laughs> oh. board and raffle these away. <laughs> no, I mean, she would tell me to keep the ones that spark joy, <laughs> which is most of them. <laughs> You're going to be like all of them? No. Oh. You have to touch each one to see if it sparks joy. <laughs> That's tough because they're all And we have to refine the skill. I'm very interested. I like this like mental sort of meditative things i think it'll be good how did you like the episode i mean it made me hate kids that's all i guess <laughs> no i mean i really liked I, I told you i'm excited to try her method yeah because i really people always shade me for how many clothes i have mm-hmm. and my mom has like five times the amount my grandma has like her mom has a shit ton it's like just hereditary it's what we we're taught shop can't relate wow Oh, I can. I mean, it's just it shopping makes me feel really good. <sighs> it's so weird because like I feel like all of my friends and myself <laughs> included, like, you know, I've developed a friend circle that is all very anti-commercialism and yeah. <laughs> all not about shopping, like they like despise what the shopping industry is in America and all that. And so it's also hard. It's very granola because you're a granola. Yeah. Well, it's so hard for me to talk to them about you, Uh, (laughs) my girlfriend. They're like, what does she like? I'm like, well, she likes shopping. (laughs) You don't have to mention that. (laughs) I'm just like, she likes to stay home. And when she does like to go out, she likes to go shopping. (laughs) It's the truth. They can deal with it. Yeah. Well, well, then they just like, they, they look at me and they're like, Cameron really Uh, (laughs) that's shady as hell i know (laughs) but i love you and Mm, they can i'm i'm trying to go to hell i'm being better i love my friends too i'm trying to i'm trying to buy thrift more no don't buy it all huh don't buy it all. well it's better than it is no you and you are and being more selective yes about being, buying you need to be more selective I, no i am I, I know you are i'm just you need to be more and more? everybody needs to be more selective i can't be more selective i haven't bought something in weeks <laughs> you can be no like these vintage sweaters they're so nice these you you wore it out and got all these compliments i did with my vintage sweater that i bought while shopping yeah 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 well, I'm grateful for your vintage sweaters. <laughs> I just wish more of them fit me. They all fit you. Oh, Honestly, they're all big. that would be the greatest solution is to get clothes that both fit us. No. Because it's kind of nice. You're, like, you're honestly, so picky. You should, no, you could just wear all of my clothes because you, you like bigger clothes. Well, you're small. But you're smaller. <laughs> Why do you... You could wear all my, literally all my clothes because I wear oversized. So everything That's what I'm saying. I literally well, could, you could wear all of my me, clothes okay. because they're going to be oversized to you. To me, fitting means you fit inside of it. To you, fitting means like it fits exactly on your body. <laughs> to me, it means just like you can get inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> no. two definitions it is two different definitions so all my clothes fit you <laughs> by my definition yes and all of my clothes will fit you because they will f- fit me by my <laughs> definition i don't know if all your clothes but they're men's clothes they're all well, we need boxy to find or granola gender clothes oh my god no you, you can have <gasps> your own clothes what if that's what if that's what we do we create a gender neutral fashion i bet store. that's been a shark tank that's probably been on shirt. <laughs> but that would make sense. But then they're going to be like, guys, I just don't like it because I think you need to be more, more niche. No, they'll be like, the clothing business is awful. I'm out. Yeah, that's true too. Except for maybe Damon. Like 10 years on Shark Tank. It's been a decade and it's not been full of dreams. 
I mean, it's hard. I don't Textile think, sh- I don't think sharing clothes is the answer. I think we have to find which ones bring us joy. It's share one closet. No. Oh. <laughs> Get your own closet. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm excited for those days to come soon. Uh, this has been a fun episode. If you have any ideas of what you would like to hear here on High Key Book Club, have we gotten any suggestions lately? Maybe. I can tell you after. Okay. <laughs> Well, you can email us at highkeepbookclub at gmail.com. Uh, or tweet us or Instagram us <laughs> at highkeepbookclub. I'm... <laughs> Why? I was about to say I'm Zelani. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Zelani. <laughs> I'm Cameron. <laughs> and thank you so much for listening to this episode of High Key Book Club. Uh, we'll be coming back next week with who knows what we'll be covering, but we're going to be excited no matter what it is. And we hope that you'll follow us along uh, on our social media to find out what it is until then you'll be hearing from us.